This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole. And that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. You guys, Bradley is back. Hi, everyone. <laughs> back from another cruise. No, I didn't oh, go on a cruise. No, but. I did go, uh, well, I mean, an air cruise. Sure. On a plane. Is that okay? An air cruise? <laughs> you mean an airplane? Everything's ride. a cruise, okay. girl. If you yeah. try hard enough. That's true. That's true. Just our walk down to the cafeteria mm, today. We did a foot cruise. That's right. Found to get some free food in celebration of 100 years. You guys, Hubbard is a hundred years old. Isn't that today. amazing? It's a big deal, of course. Um, this is a great company, and I'm not just saying that because I work <laughs> for them and I'm contractually on the obligated air. to no, say no, no. that. But they've done so many things over the years that are innovative that you probably just don't even know about like radio and yeah. television yes and now the adventures of bradley and don america's most beloved midday radio program <laughs> oh yes which is uh what you're here for and um we got to talk about some things that have been happening we got to start with the royals what's the latest oh my god actually we got to come back to this side of the continent well it's a different continent. Oh, you know York. what I mean. Yeah. We're not going to New York, though. We're oh. going to America. America. Okay. I didn't have any America music uh, handy. Fine. Do we have any? <laughs> I'm good in America. Mexico okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, we are not in the UK, but we are talking about royal, specifically Prince Harry and Dawn. Oh, my God. Prince Harry I'm gonna and Dawn? I'm going to say words. Oh. No, that's not okay. the name of the show. Unless he fills in when I'm gone. Yes, which he does. I'd be fine with. Uh-huh. The Heritage Foundation is suing the government over Prince Harry. What? Is this the McLaughlin Group? Is this CNN? No, oh, no, we don't it's do not. news and politics here. But guess what? We do when it involves Prince Harry. Yes, you heard me right. The conservative think tank, the Heritage Foundation, is suing the United States of America over Prince Harry. I bet you got a lot uh, of questions. I do. Uh, what do they care if Prince... What about Prince Harry? Oh, by the way, I found the music. Oh. Okay. Prince Harry was allowed into the United States of America. Despite the fact that in a memoir he published, Don... Yes. He admitted to using drugs. <laughs> and apparently the Heritage Foundation, which is a conservative think tank, and I don't need to get too deep in the politics, y'all, but I think this is hilarious anytime. 
my uh, pop culture stories get mixed into politics and increasingly in the world, here we are. Anyway, okay. so the, uh, the court, just the one, is going to be hearing this case wherein the Heritage Foundation wants DHS, that is the Department of Homeland Security, to release some documents showing how Harry was allowed into the country. Because, of course, Harry, Prince Harry Windsor, is not an American citizen. And therefore, when he enters the country, he needs to have permission. And so they think, based on the admissions he made in spare, and according to other reports, that he did drugs. And so if he did drugs, he should have, that should have been a part of the visa process. He should have admitted it, and the Department of Homeland Security should have dealt with it. And if they didn't, shame on them. So, clearly, this is an attempt by the Heritage Foundation to sort of, like, get DHS to have egg on their face, to, like, kind of come up with something that says they didn't do their job, I would assume. I don't care about all that. I mean, I do follow the law, don't break rules, all that stuff. Yeah. We'll find out. Fine. But really, like, this is what you're going to spend your money on, Prince Harry? Of all of the things that you, as a conservative think tank, could come after the federal government for doing, you're going to focus on the stuff we talk about from noon to three here on My Talk 1071? It's really weird. And I noticed, I didn't know anything about them, and I noticed that you can become a member and pay into that. So I wonder if their members who are paying members want their money used to discuss something i mean it just seems a little look at you using facts i don't know Um, there's only so much time in the day and i don't understand why they're focusing on this i think it's really just an attempt to make the government look bad like what did you know and we know that you know in politics which we don't talk about because it's because it's just like you, know, you do your thing. There are so many way. other places. Well, it's not even about offending. I mean, for me, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> for me, it's boring and it's tired. And there are eight hundred other places you can go have those arguments and conversations. This is the one place we don't do that. But I still found it hilarious that they were like, you know, what we should do next month is we should see if Prince Harry got a got treated differently. Oh. Here, like, if we find out the federal government treated a very privileged person and a celebrity differently than anybody else, would I be surprised? Look at my face. Am I surprised? Not at all. Okay. (laughs) And wouldn't it be, I, I don't, so I thought, I just assumed that the law meant if you had been prosecuted for a crime. Mm involving drugs yeah, that's distribution a great... or you were a drug dealer or you had been caught with drugs and then and then gone to jail. I don't think that's ever happened for him. He just said in the book that when he was a teenager, he's talking about smoking joints and stuff well, like that and, and then doing mushrooms. Mushrooms at Courtney Cox and all that stuff. At Courtney Cox's house on U.S. soil. But I don't know. Like, he's but never also, been arrested. And plus, it could be fiction. Also, okay, here's where I will entertain. And this is when I did the story, when I read this story last night. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking. I know you're like, why are they talking about the Heritage Foundation? Look, because they're is, talking yeah. about Prince Harry and they're trying to get the government to show that they gave Prince Harry special treatment, which, again, if that were the case, don't do that. Don't give people special treatment. But the thing that I did sort of find myself wanting to know, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to just like disavow this claim outright because I, you know, don't want to talk about politics or get into the, you know, finer points of the Heritage Foundation. 
But you brought it up. Okay, so I am curious then. What is the rule, right? Like, I think there's a lot of assumptions in the story. Mm -hmm. But I am curious, what is the rule? And was this rule applied fairly? Now, do we need to spend all this time and money and go to court to make it an issue to find out? I don't know. To me, you can put that in the category of like, this would be interesting to know. But I don't know that it's really what I want my government spending its time focusing on. Yeah, There are a lot of other people I think they should be more concerned with who... Uh, they led into the country. And I will say as a person who is in recovery from, from not drugs, but alcohol, that it is a it is true that certain countries will not allow you into their country if you have, you know, for example, um, it used to be the case. I don't know currently, but it used to be the case that you couldn't go to Canada if you had a felony on your record, like a DUI. Okay. If a DUI was on your record, you wouldn't be allowed to go to Canada. I see. And so that was like, that's a real impact on people traveling. So people in the recovery community, that's an important topic of conversation and, you know, something that like affects real people's lives. Sure. Okay, great. That's a, that's an interesting conversation, but like, so, so I am curious if they applied a different standard for Prince Harry, I wouldn't be surprised, but at the end of the day, I'd be more concerned about like, well, overall, are you taking the time? Are we keeping people out that shouldn't be? Or are we letting people in who shouldn't be? Like those, you know, generally speaking, not specifically like Prince Harry got here. So I bet I wonder this is the only way I could come up with maybe. But then they would have to prove it. Like, are they taking hair samples from everyone and doing a five panel? You know, drug test to see if you've ever done drugs in your life. Yeah. Because then I'm like, okay, well, if you're doing that for everyone, I understand. Yeah. But if you're not, then everything else is just hearsay. It's a it's a book that part part of I guess, could be fiction. I guess the argument would be like if he lied yeah. on the documents because again document they want to see have you ever done drugs. They want to see the documents, and oh, so I okay. think what they're trying to do is embarrass people, and yeah. it's either going to be Prince Harry or the government. Which again, fine, sure, if yeah. they did something they weren't supposed to, or if he lied, okay, that's bad. But like, turn on the news, Dawn. Yeah, we got a lot of things to do. I know, and there's only so much time in the day. I like know. I, said. I mean, I don't yeah. really know if you like at the next meeting, people are like. So I think this month we should see if Prince Harry filled out the right paperwork. Yeah. Trust. You will have a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people would be interested to learn whether or not he lied on his paperwork or the government, you know, gave him a special deal or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Um, because we know the audience is sort of predisposed to look down their nose at Prince Harry and Yeah. I'm re- I'm reading here this is a government website, travelstate.gov. Oh, look at you um, getting all it says an Official. applicant's current and or past actions, such as a drug, such as drug or criminal activities, as examples, may make the applicant ineligible for a visa. Yeah. So, again, may. so we don't know. Maybe maybe they saw the oh, he, you know, did some cocaine. Big drug deal. activities. I don't think they would say that. But I'm just saying, like, maybe that was disclosed and they decided to err on the side of he's famous. Let him in. Or. Yeah. The preponderance of evidence indicates that just because of his past drug use should not prevent him from being a constructive. Because then we need to look at everybody. Well, and you're like, well, not everybody wrote for, a tell-all book about themselves. And for people who complain about the government not paying attention to the right things—is this the right thing? 
I think not. Okay. I'm just going to come out We're and say it. We're not talking politics. Like, it's fine. Whatever way you lean, uh, there are other things that you could maybe be focusing on. Yeah, no, again, um, whatever. Uh, human rights your boat. would be something. Yes. Oh, I got stories done. Yeah. Okay, hey, look. We got so much to talk about today, and mm-hmm. not even where in the federal government is concerned. There is a big debt ceiling deal we need to talk about. <laughs> yes. There is a war in Ukraine that we need to talk uh-huh. about. And uh, and I'm I, not laughing at those things. I'm laughing at Bradley bringing them no, up. No, I'm just I'm like being facetious because we are not going to talk about those things. But I will tell you, our good friend Mike over there has a big fat crop of dirt to share with us. Crop? He's going to. Yeah, big fat crap. Oh, I thought you said crap. No. Well, I don't know if his stories are crap. crap. It can be both. Do you got a big fat crap over there, Mike? (laughs) No, but crop of crap. (laughs) Fabulous. Bust out your big old crop of crap when we return right here on My Talk. Yes, you do, My Talkers. And have I got a hero for you. Hero Home Services, that is. And by the way, have you taken advantage of their $69 furnace tune-up? I didn't say furnace. I said AC. I said furnace because that's actually what we did last fall, and they do that as well, but it is AC time. So, 69 bucks. have Hero out. They are going to make sure your air conditioner will blow beautiful, delicious cold air all summer long. How do I know this? Well, because uh, I have been a customer of Hero now for the last couple of years, and whether it's issues, they actually helped us with an issue on our AC. We didn't have the tune-up, but we had them out to fix it because we didn't have the tune-up, so then it broke, and then they had to come out. Anyway, long story short, they fixed our problem immediately and taught us a thing or two about our air conditioning in the process that helps keep our home cooler for less all year long. You can have the same experience when Hero comes out to your home today for 69 bucks. Call Hero.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. J-O-Y. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And we have the latest in entertainment from Mike and the Dirt Alert. Hello, Mike. Hello. Uh, We'll start it off with something coming to an end, and that is the residency that Billy Joel has at Madison Square Garden. I didn't know he had a residence at Madison Square Garden. For the last 10 years, he's been a very uh, regular... (laughs) 10 years? Yeah. Residency. I didn't know. Yeah. 150 concerts, 10 years. Wow. I'm not a huge Billy Joel fan, but I'm happy for them. (laughs) He is going to be wrapping it up. It sounds like the final 10 concerts will be uh, starting October uh, 20th, 2023. And then uh, by July of 2024, we'll be coming to oh, an no. end. We got to get our tickets. Oh, yeah. You don't care. I, I, I mean, I would go. Billy Joel's like one of those people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
people that just, you know, I I would know every song. Yes. Not all, but most of them. But I'm just kind of like, you know. I wouldn't want to see him any other place than in New York, though. Oh, you sure. You know what I mean? And the mayor kind of echoed that thought. He, uh, excuse me, New York City Mayor Eric Adams says there's only one thing that's more New York than Billy Joel, and that's a Billy Joel concert at Madison Square Garden. For more than 50 years, Billy's music has defined our city and brought us together on behalf of the 8.5 million New Yorkers. Congratulations, Billy, on this historic run of sold out shows at MSG. Oh, my gosh. More than 50 years. Sodium glutamate. Whoa. MSG. So there you go. Was uh, he, he, did he perform at Target Field? Uh, sounds right. I, sure. I mean. Because I feel like I saw him at Target Field. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe 2017-ish. Oh, that's a recent. Well, I guess it isn't now. Six years ago? Yeah, it was before, but you know, before time. Yeah, like July yeah. 28th, 2017 at Target Field. Must have been. Yeah, right around that yeah. time. Must have been. That's just okay, off anyway. the top of my head. So yeah. I guess I don't need to go see him. <laughs> no, no, you, you don't. guys already seen him. Go. I'll hold down the fort. It's okay. I, you didn't remember the concert. There was a movie, an entire movie, <laughs> oh my. that I don't remember seeing, and I'm going to have to watch it again. What movie? It's called Knock at the Cabin. Oh. Anyway. Her, her I, realizing this yesterday was one of the highlights of my day. <laughs> So you just woke up. We were talking about it, and I thought my boyfriend had just seen it. And so I texted him. I go, did you like this movie? He goes, yeah, we saw it together. This was just in February. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing this. February! And she was literally watching like the trailer saying, I have no recollection of this movie whatsoever besides the trailer. trailer. Honey. Mm -hmm. I think you were abducted by aliens. I know, honey. Maybe I fell asleep. I don't know. Anyway, that is not why we're here. Well, it is an M. Night Shyamalan movie, so maybe, like, actually, Don, you did actually, that is why we're living here. the movie. Oh, I'm living it? It was actually a movie about your life. Ah! We're in a movie right now. It's yes. an Armageddon movie. Okay. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, if, apparently, we've got a, uh, you know, the, the list of people who are apparently in the running for Superman. Did you hear about the former Bold and the Beautiful star? Oh, yeah. Pearson Fody in the running? Pearson oh, Fody. Is, is that, how do you spell his last name? F O D E with the little, uh, little line over the top of the E, isn't it Fody? Yeah. Foday. 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 I don't know Foday. how you pronounce it, but he, I don't know. he looks. I mean, he looks like Superman. He to me. almost would be too pretty, maybe. Here's the key, though. James Gunn talked about in an interview the fact that he wants somebody from humble beginnings, wants somebody that understands, like Superman, the humility that's that Superman had from oh. his character of growing up there in Kansas. Well, this guy, very good looking, former yeah. uh, guy from the Bold and the Beautiful, actually grew up in a small town on a small farm in Moses Lake, Washington, and he sent in a video of him in a. Uh, Clark Kent-like fashion, and uh, Gunn said he really liked what he saw. I mean, he does have that sort of, you know, aquiline jaw, like, classic handsome yeah, square, you know, just like Superman, what you would, what has typically been presented to us as that's, a Superman-like yes, that's correct. character, so he does meet that sort of uh, stereotype. Physical standard. Yeah. And we know he can memorize lines because, oh, oh my that's God. that's a hard job. Oh, my God. They have so many operas, every day yeah. that they just have to crank out. That is an amazing thing to me. So, yeah. well, well, I'm I'm rooting we'll for see. this guy. Yeah, on the short list, it sounds like. Okay. So we'll continue to wait to hear the answer of who's going to be the next Superman, just like we're waiting to find out who's the next Bond going to be. Uh, Spider-Man, though, is going to be uh, having previews starting tonight. This is the Spider-Man, and it's the Across the Spider-Verse, the animated one. Mm-hmm. That's a follow-up to Into the Spider-Verse. And uh, it's expected to do really well this weekend. Going to be flirting with... Uh, 
uh, maybe triple digits at the box office. But the cool yeah. news we got from producer Amy Pascal today is that uh, they're already talking about what could be coming next in this series, oh including a live-action Miles Morales movie oh. and also a Spider-Woman movie. Oh, I'd be down with that. Oh. Do we know anything about Spidey-Woman? Uh, we don't. I mean, there's like... When she's in the mix, and I think she at one point took over. I mean, there's so many multiverses. There are so many different versions yeah. of Spider-Man played by different people. True. So, um, yeah. I love it. I'm we'll here for it. I, this is going to do really well. Do you think that Little Mermaid will get in the way? I think so. You and think, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Well, this weekend, though. That's a couple months away. Yeah. Oh, why did I think that was coming out? Mm, Oppenheimer is the same weekend as Barbie movie. Remember? Oh, Barbie, Barbie, yeah. Barbie, Barbie. Oppenheimer I'm first sorry. and then I, Barbie. Yeah, I was conflate it or uh, mixing up Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Little Mermaid's still obviously uh, doing well. That's going to be the main competition for mm-hmm. Spider-Man uh, a- 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 across the Spider-Verse. And uh, again, 80, 90 million is what they're hoping for That's for crazy. this weekend. It's so. going to do 102 million. There you go. All right, Dawn. You better be right. Otherwise, we're going to come back and prove Uh-oh. that you were wrong. <laughs> place that's going to be very excited if that is indeed the case is AMC Theaters. They've announced, though, that their streaming service is coming to an end. Do you yeah. remember when they what? did the streaming service? No. Yes, I vaguely remember this. And also, why did it fail so miserably? I don't. Yeah, I well, they this was early on. Uh, it was actually October uh, 2019 is when they launched this uh, streaming service. And you would think maybe with the pandemic yeah. and everything, this would be a perfect fit. But uh, it's hasn't done very well. I so. imagine just because they don't. What? Well, I, there must be something obvious that they don't have, which mm-hmm. is the marketing or the the license to the right movies or they couldn't show them right away or there was something that had to have gotten in the way of people actually using a service like that because yeah. it seems like that might be a winning strategy right um well there are so many streaming services i i think they've been really reactionary like they had their huge reaction and shut out the movie pass company well, and then stole the idea and stole the idea yeah. and made it their own so it's like they're reacting to streaming they're sure. reacting to that and i know the movie pass failed i was a member of oh yeah that. jamie and i both were and yeah. it was like it was it was so cool absurdly absurdly a good deal <laughs> which is why it crashed and that's burned. right right yeah. but Okay, AMC. It's back. You know it's so, back, by the way. Okay. But but actually, this is funny. This and is sorry to, like the fire festival is back. Fine. To detract you or to all. take you off topic, but it's really on topic, is that they are doing the same thing. So AMC did take the movie pass deal and sort of make it their own. Yeah. But now movie pass has actually negotiated with uh, movie theaters to make it a valuable proposition for both of them again. It's a oh, different model. Okay. So it is back in a new life. Okay. Even though the movie uh, companies like AMC, the movie theater companies, have their own similar... And they're not going to be involved, it I'm won't be. It, they won't be competing. Right. Okay. Directly. And if you were one of the few users of AMC's streaming service, it's being replaced by Fandango's Voodoo, and you'll get a discount if you uh, become a member, as they're going to be absorbing all of the uh, library and the content. I Fabulous. see. Thank you for finally getting in the story that you came you here know. for. Oh, so good. <laughs> Sorry, what he does. Mike. Mike, you got any <laughs> juicy bits of gossip oh, over there? You know I do. Good, because Ooh. I want some blind items when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. 
get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. It is time to get to those juicy bits of gossip with all the names left out. Blinded by the item. Bradley, you can ask Don. They've been extra juicy lately. Oh, good. I oh, like them juicy. Yeah, we called him the juice man yesterday. Okay. All right, Jack LaLanne. That's what I do. <laughs> Deliver it. Here we go. We're going to start it off with this one. This not well-liked music manager is about to sue their biggest client because the client owes them a ton of money because they have not been working. Wait, did you say music manager? Yep. Cade Hudson? Scooter Braun? Okay, first off. No. Second off. No. Scooter Braun, because everybody hates Scooter Braun. Yeah. This not well-liked music manager is about to sue their biggest client because the client owes them a ton of money because they have not been working. Bieber. Yes. Oh. So Scooter is going to sue sue Bieber? Bieber? Oh, this is a bad move. Yeah, filling in the blanks here for this blind item from MT Lawyer, crazydaysandnights.net. Scooter Braun apparently is going to be going after his biggest client, which is Justin Bieber, after uh, the Biebs apparently owes a ton of money because, of course, we know Bieber sold uh, the music catalog but has not been working besides that. Well, so they better be careful because well, I feel like, I don't know, this is, this is going to be a war. This is going to be weird territory. It's you said force. it's not good. Why did you say that? It's not good because, as we know, we're unclear. First of all, he's had a medical condition that's prevented him from just living his his life comfortably. We do know that. And also, yeah, they can just bring that one thing up in court and say, here's some proof that our client, my client, Justin Bieber, has a medical condition. You can't sue him for not being able to do his job. You know? Yeah, but he must feel like he's got something to sue on. Yeah. Eesh. I just think it's going to be really tough. Yeah. If he believes the blind items or there is truth to the blind items, then maybe the reason why he's working isn't the medical condition. It's just the fact that he's tied up in a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. So maybe this would be a sign of why he's coming after him because he's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, again, you never know Mm -hmm. because we don't know but what we know. And what we know is not nothing. If it's in court, though, we will know more of nothing. Unless it's not anything shown on court TV. Sure, but in Nancy papers, Grace. in paperwork. Or like those drawings. Oh, man. Sketches. I like those. Me too. I want to become one of those. That. You got another blind well, Let's learn more about what we don't know. <laughs> Blinded by the item. Uh, we'll move on to this one. Uh, this a minusless actress will never be as famous as some of her siblings. She will also never be as nice. You try to stop her for a picture and see the look of disgust you'll get from her, unless she is at a premiere and there are cameras all around her and force a and then she'll force a fake smile. There will never be a pleasant fan interaction with her away from the camera. Oh, and by all means, don't under any circumstance mention her siblings. Ooh, so this is a jealous sibling. Okay, is this a Cyrus? No. Okay, 
Is it an Osborne? No. Okay. Those were my two guesses. Actor family? Actor family. Like movie actors? Um, a TV little actors? bit of everything. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Patricia Arquette? No. I will say the siblings, definitely known for TV acting, although there was a little bit of movie sprinkled in. This particular individual, the A-list actress, originally a movie actress, and now a lot of streamers. Twi- I keep coming up with in. like music families. Yeah, you know, me like, too. Like Spearses. Yeah, but it's not Jamie Lynn Spears. Nope. Okay. Okay. Is it's not a Lawrence because they don't have a sister. I just went through a list of ridiculously just scrolling through sibling like stars oh, with siblings. And? I mean, there's like Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's a good one. Because um, Jake. There's... Now keep in mind the word here. Uh, this A minus list actress will never be okay. as famous as some of her siblings. Siblings. Some. So she has like a lot. She has like five siblings. What? And lawyer is impl- has to be a, a Duggar. Anti lawyer is implying <laughs> that two of those siblings she'll never be higher than. We got a text from Donna. Should I read it on the air? Mm. Is it a Jackson? Is it Latoya Jackson? But we keep Go coming ahead. up with music. You <laughs> want me to read yeah. Donna? Go ahead and read what Donna says. Okay, what Can did I Donna, Donna say? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Olsons? Donna's look got it! Look at Donna! Donna! Nice. Yes! So I who are we referring to? I try not to look at my phone during the show because yeah. I get yeah, really yeah. distracted. But look, no. we'll take any port in a storm. Nice job, Donna. Good job, Donna. So I want to know, fill in the blanks here. Well, yeah, we'll fill in the blanks there. Obviously, uh, the A-list actress uh, that N.T. Lawyer is talking about is Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. She, of course, from the Marvel Universe. She also has that new show, Love and Death, uh, with uh, Jesse Plemons. She's got out there right now. She's got some other streamers with WandaVision and whatnot. But uh, according to N.T. Lawyer, uh, Elizabeth Olsen will never be as famous as Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh. And she'll never be as nice either. Try to stop her for a picture and then oh, obviously God. goes on and on about the I just I thought the... Mary Kate and Ashley were just too busy, like stink eyeing everyone with ciggies mm. in their mouth. Apparently, they're nice, according to NT Lawyer, yeah, as okay. compares to their sister I guess I Elizabeth. I would be too if I had like a million dollar side a hustle. Billion dollars. God. Well, yeah, the they're very, very famous French in guy. the French uh, fashion world. Sarkozy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Let's turn Sarkozy over one. to another one. We will uh, go with this one. When you are the lead actress in the biggest movie in the world, you wouldn't think your boyfriend could, uh, well, you would think your boyfriend could stay off social media and out of the DMs of women he finds attractive and tries hooking up with them using that lead actress as clout. And the very sad thing is the actress knows about all this, but does nothing to stop it because she's in love. Actress, most popular movie. I mean, I'm Little Mermaid. Hallie Bailey? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Who is she dating? Do we know who she's dating? Well, it was a blind item like two weeks ago. We talked about God this particular person. No, I wasn't saying it like that. Oh. Remember we said that uh, the studio is doing all they can to make sure her boyfriend rapper yeah. doesn't say a word oh. during the entire press process oh, because he's that? kind of a sleazy person. I didn't know who they were until this, but uh, DDG. Okay. Okay. Fill in the blanks. Yeah, an American actor or American rapper named DDG, but filling in the blanks here, according to NT Lawyer, uh, Hallie Bailey is um, 
uh, biggest movie actress or biggest actress in the world right now with that huge movie that is out. And you would think as a result that uh, DDG, her boyfriend, could stay out of, off of social media and out of the DMs of women he finds attractive. But oh. apparently he's just using her name as clout to try to get with these women. Oh, God. Gross. Oh, I hope on. that's not true. Oh, that's, no. What if he nasty. ends up with somebody that's nasty. famous? That's nasty. You know, someone single that's famous. Anybody, that would be sad. Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We don't want that. Okay. Yeah, let's we not want do all that. the best for Can Hallie Bailey. Got a happy one? In there? Yeah, we'll put a happy one. Uh, sure. This isn't happy for one particular person. Uh, this foreign-born A-minus-less actress slash A-plus-less podcaster says this foreign-born singer is awful in bed. <gasps> uh, is the podcaster like a... Oh, what's her name? A-minus-less actress? She's... Was actress-singer? It This foreign-born A-minus-less actress slash A-plus-less podcaster oh, po- says uh. the foreign-born singer is really awful in bed. A actress podcaster, uh, Dizzy Phillips. Has a podcast. Uh, no, it ha- it's hard uh, to keep track of who has a podcast. Um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm, no, <laughs> she's got a new podcast. <laughs> um, da- who's Dax Shepherd's? Oh, that that's but that's not no. Um, well, hold up a second. This is. I'm just I'm, I'm oh. fact checking while I'm doing this here. Oh, they could be wrong. Oh, this happens occasionally. It could be a little You're bit listening. wrong because that doesn't that. that doesn't make any sense Some at all. Items are... I'm just trying to figure out who is an A minus list actress who does a board, who is an A plus list podcaster. Well, that's gonna be the oh sexy... okay that could be it. We uh, I had to pull an audible here. I think the original answer that was given is definitely incorrect. Okay, um, what was incorrect we... about it? The description or the the, the description, and uh, that is because they're not foreign born. Mm. At least the first answer that was given. So we're gonna throw that one out, and we're throw gonna go out. with this other one here. Okay, well we had no idea anyway, so that's okay. Again, this foreign born exactly foreign born A minus list actress slash A plus list podcaster says this foreign born singer is really awful in bed. Okay. But I would consider this person an A-list actress. You wouldn't? Okay. No. So but a very popular podcast. Very popular person. Not even popular for their podcast, although they do have a podcast now. Oh. Oh, my gosh. My do we know who they slept with? Technically, they could be a Oh, yeah, we definitely. That's the most famous person of the whole mix. Oh. Oh. So originally, oh. I'll, I'll just pull back the curtain uh, on. Originally, they were saying Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Chris Martin because mm. we kind of got that little, uh, but that was kind of open. It's but not. it's not because she's not foreign born. But I do think we found the actual answer. She's more of a model than an actress. Okay. Kaya Gerber. And she's been described differently uh, by Antiguer in the past. A miceless actress. Okay, I'm still Who's stuck modeling. on modeling. I'd stay with a plus list. Is this like a Leo list. thing? Um, no. Okay. The uh, person they slept with was a foreign-born singer. Oh, okay. Oh, foreign-born singer. It was that person Zane? Nope. Uh, okay. 
pit bull. But you're a heck of a lot closer with that. Oh, goes. Harry Styles. Oh, Olivia Wilde? Nope. Oh. Harry Styles. Taylor Swift? <laughs> She's not born born. Um, um, no, darn. An, an actress who slept model. with Harry Styles. Very recently, we put these two names together oh. because of a little schmoochy schmoochy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Kylie. No, 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 no. no. Um, no. Uh, uh, the Radichkowski. Yeah, yeah, there Emily you go. You got there. Or whatever her name is. Yep. You got there. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said he's bad in bed. Filling in the blank, Emily, uh, whatever her name is, as Don just referred to her, it is. Uh, she apparently says that uh, Harry Styles is really awful in bed, which I just, I mean. You know, I hate when people do that because sometimes I feel like that's a flex. Yeah. We're like, mm, yeah, I know you think Harry Styles is amazing, but really he wasn't that good about it. You're like, as compared to what? Right. Like, like you don't know what, I, my experience I mean, been. I have had a lot of bad experiences. <laughs> so if Harry's yeah, at least a three on a that list, is. I will take that every day. Plus, maybe, you know, I think of people like, like ingredients to a soup. Maybe your ingredients just didn't match with his mm. to make Agreed the correct. Well said. Like recipe. You know what I mean? Like you're bringing strawberries and he has wasabi. You know, that's just not going to go together. That doesn't mean wasabi is bad. <laughs> well, I mean, she did date Pete Davidson, so the bar is real high. Yeah, so... I guess we'd have to really put. But is it like, I don't know what just... makes her freaky. Yeah. Right. Like whatever to. to Go to Dawn's analogy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of soup you like on the, like, That's right. super salad bar. Uh-huh. Like, maybe you like that crusty cheese on that French onion. Oh. Why did you have to use that for the example? <laughs> I don't know. Like I was trying to think of sexy soup. soup. Yeah. I mean, what other sexy soup is soup? soup? What mm. other soup is sexy? None. We can't go there. There's no time for that. Sexy soups. Mike, we have to go. Yeah. I'm really sorry I because I wanted to keep this conversation going with sexy soup. But instead, Dawn, when we come back, we're going to go deep, real deep, on a couple other blind, blind items. items right here on my... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. I want you to do me a favor. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, June 21st. I am hosting an event with Alight, you know my friends at Alight, to celebrate World Refugee Day, and I would love for you to join me. You know, too often refugees and displaced people are portrayed one-dimensionally, as victims or even worse, as villains. So we're making space to lift up their stories of abundance and resilience. And that's why I want you to join me on June 21st at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm going to be moderating a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna. He's the author of 25 Million Sparks, the untold story of refugee entrepreneurs. And we're going to follow up that chat with some delicious arepas from Soleil Ramirez and Arepa Bar. It's going to be a wonderful evening. To join us at this fun event, all you have to do is head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. I'd love to see you there. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Um, this is the part where we get a little deeper into the blind items. Deeper and blinded by the items. Dawn! I have one for you. Okay. Or no, you have one for me. You go first. We like, just discussed this I, like just 10 seconds about this. ago. I was like, did I miss something? No, you didn't. Dawn. I'm... <laughs> I have it on high authority, actually. The uh, person who dropped this bit of gossip said they have it on high authority that a certain A-list peach-loving actor, this oh. is for both you and Mike, mm-hmm. 
have it on, or no, I just said that. Peach-loving actor hitched a ride on Miss Rise and Shine's private jet Thursday morning on an excursion from Paris to <gasps> Budapest. Oh! The actor was seen celebrating at a UEFA Europa League final. Isn't that soccer? Yeah. In Budapest today and at Beyonce's concert in Paris oh. when the makeup mogul was also in attendance. So! Oh! Well, the makeup mogul about? is Kylie. Yeah! Oh, okay. And the who... peach loving, is this Croy? Because he's from Atlanta? <laughs> I mean, Croy. Is it Croy uh... Beerman and Kylie Jenner? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, because God! this peach loving, I'm thinking Think about Real Housewives it. of Atlanta or in no. Atlanta. Okay, no. Think about it. Okay. Think about it. You, you are a, a movie. Wa- Think about the peach. The peach, like he likes butts? Because <laughs> <laughs> the peach emoji means a butt. Uh, Mike, help uh, me. Uh, is it? Is it Jack Black? I was thinking because he played Bowser, who was in love with Peach. Oh, oh that's a really, really <laughs> that's good right. I like where you're going. Okay. So what no, I want you to do is it. to think about the peach, not yeah. about the peach as a butt. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this person loves butt, but this person does love to eat a peach. <laughs> or maybe did. Eat a peach. Think about it. Actor. Oh, oh, Timothy Chalamet. Because yes, you're talking about, oh, no, call me by your name. Yeah, that's, that's what that was scene. referenced. Okay, so, so he um, is on a private jet. He hitched a ride. Uh, I think this is uh, Miss Rise and Shine. Is, yeah, who is this? Is Kylie. I don't know. I'm just imagining Kylie's next relationship with Jack Black, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> well, almost as or enjoyable Bowser. as Croy Beerman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I can just see Kylie yeah, Jenner like, are you kidding me? me? <laughs> <laughs> now, be gone with you. Anyway, let me fill in the blanks for the listener. Yeah. So uh, this person says they had it on high authority that uh, Timothy Chalamet hitched that ride. I think the way this is worded that they're just saying that he hitched a ride on her yes. jet and that um, she was also at Beyonce's concert, which he was at. So like, because I will say, if you go look at you know, the tabloids, mm-hmm. you will see there have been reports of them both being in the same place. Right. But th- so the whole story is that they are still together. But if you read, you know, the sort of surface tabloids, they'll say like, but it's not serious. They are still hanging out, but it's not serious. But then people are like, well, we've looked to see where your private jet is going, Kylie. Nice try. You guys are in the same place. So it's still happening. Oh, and you did Whoa. miss uh, Bradley on Tuesday. We had a blind item that said while uh, Kylie was over in France doing all of the stuff for Can and doing all the other stuff going on over there, Timothy was basically wow, just hooking up with a bunch of randos. Oh, we did <gasps> have that up with from, a bunch of randos. <laughs> that's what it was. That's how it said a bunch okay. of random hookups. Okay. Welcome to at my Can <laughs> or at Beyonce's concert in Paris. This was back here, oh, pres- here. or wherever else, because he, he was saying while she was overseas, while she was away, he, he was, was hooking up with randoms, according yeah, yeah. to the blind item. I don't know why Even I'm asking. Peaches. I heard this, and I was here. You weren't here. <laughs> you know, Mike, I'm going to just give you the space to move along and share your blind <laughs> item, Don. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Okay. This B-plus actress showed up at Cannes looking... Um, Wait, people are calling BS on this B-plus list actress's claims that she hasn't had any work done when she showed up to Cannes with a baby face. When just two years ago, she said that she wouldn't even get a facial. Maybe her youthful appearance is from the BDE. 
Okay, well, the BDE, of course, means she this actress slept with Pete Davidson. Okay. Mm-hmm. But who is the B... Do you say B-list or B... Plus? B-plus list actress. With a baby... Who would sh- who showed up with a baby face? That's a B-plus list... Uh, B-plus list actress seems like a, a broad category. The, and people are like, you've certainly had work done. Mm-hmm. And just two years ago, she like, said, I don't, I do don't have... I haven't had any work done, and I wouldn't... I won't even get a facial because mm-hmm. I'm afraid... Of what they would do yeah, to my right. face. Nice try. Yeah. Martha Stewart. It's not Martha Stewart. Uh, no. Pete Davidson. Who would it be? Oh. It wasn't it's not Emily, Emily. Ratajkowski. No. 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 Okay. Think of somebody who you would expect to look older than she does. B plus. It's not Olivia Wilde. No. But they've been seen together? Oh, yeah. They dated. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's got it. I've got it, but I don't have her name. Kate Beckinsale? Yes! There you go. Oh, she did it! Got it! Oh, yes. Yeah, because there was it. talk about how she was much older than him. Yep. She's 49. I'm going to look at her okay, face. Okay, and uh, basically, years ago, she said, people comment on her Instagram and say, there's no way that anyone can look this way if they haven't had something done. Yeah. And she says, no threads, no thread lift, no Botox, no laser, no nose job, no filler. And also, she also said that she had some type of a condition that caused her to not Look get at her. Botox. She looks quite a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a yeah. bit different. I mean, she just, she has no lines on her forehead. That's the biggest thing there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dawn, mm-hmm. for that wonderful, uh, bl- wonderful, blah, blah, wonderful blah. blind item. When we come back, oh, we got to go talk about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's cringy dance. <laughs> we'll do that when we return right here on My Talk 1071.